0: and welcome to the Rise with the Light podcast. My name is Susan Fink, and this is my weekly podcast dedicated to supporting families raising children with special needs. I'm on a mission to provide hope and positivity through sharing my personal insights, stories, mindset perspectives, and ways to navigate through this journey. Let's get started. Thank you so much for joining me today. I wanted to take a quick moment to just thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you are a new listener, a new subscriber to this podcast, I would love to invite you to go back and look at some of the other episodes that I have on specific topics that might also be helping you. So you may have found this and thought, yeah, this episode definitely resonates with me, but I have so many other topics that I think can also help you. And if you find something that is helpful, please DM me at SusanFink.Rise. Let me know how the episode has resonated with you. Let me know if it does help you. And also if you find that you think that this could also help other people, please share this podcast with others. That is my mission to help as many people as I can by sharing my own personal experiences, my journey in being a single special needs parent And all of the different things that I have learned and how to handle life, how to work through different situations, how to have a different perspective using mindset coaching, using mindfulness, using intention, and so many other things. So thank you again so much for being here and welcome if you are new. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this specific topic about pausing. I called this episode, Pausing is Powerful. Have you ever been in a situation where you have responded to something or reacted to something right away, automatically, without thinking, and you've done that because of your emotional state or because of how something affected you, what somebody did, what somebody said? Have you ever just responded without thinking, without pausing? I think on a human level, many of us have done that. So many of us have really reacted because of our emotions, because of how we feel at the time. And often that can be really dangerous, not only in terms of different relationships that we might have, but also dangerous for ourselves. We're not really being respectful of ourselves. We're not being respectful of others when we do that. We are just reacting rather than really thinking through how to approach a different situation, approach it, whatever kind of situation that you're in or respond to someone else, which is why I called this episode pausing is powerful because taking a pause, right? Taking a beat before you respond to anything is very powerful and you can actually learn quite a bit about yourself if you just take a pause. So let's kind of dive a little bit deeper into why we should do it, when we should do it, what do we do when we pause, how do we actually pause? This is sounds so simple to just pause, but it can be really hard to do, especially if you are working and operating in automatic, and you're letting your emotions and your feelings take control of how you respond to things. So let's talk about when. When should you consider pausing? pausing when you're angry, pausing when you're sad, pausing when you're anxious, pausing when you're agitated, pausing in any situation where you feel there is an emotional response that could also be more negative, a negative emotional response where you are about to react and reacting using your emotion or using your feeling. So that would be what I would suggest doing when you need to pause, consider when you need to pause. So pausing when you're agitated, pausing when you're angry, pausing even when you're sad, because sometimes when we're in a sad state, that can also lead to us making decisions or making comments or responding in a way that isn't really coming from our true self. It's coming from how whatever feeling that we feel at the time. So anytime you feel any of those emotions, it could be so many different types of emotions. Those are just some examples. I would recommend pausing. Why should we pause? We should pause before we do or say something we do not mean. And this is so fundamental, right? It's like, don't say anything you don't mean. Don't do anything you don't mean. A lot of times people respond because of how they're feeling and often that can be destructive. So if we're able to pause within that given moment, within that feeling before we react, we can save ourselves some heartache. We can save ourselves from hurting others. We can save ourselves from doing something, saying something that we don't mean. We can also pause and we should pause to give ourselves a mental break. So sometimes when we're dealing with different emotions and we're overwhelmed or we're anxious or we're just feeling just so many different feelings and emotions at the same time, It's a great opportunity to pause and give yourself that respect to acknowledge that maybe you do need just a mental break before you actually respond to anything. This is also an opportunity to really understand how you take care of yourself and how you can also respect other people. So when you do take a pause... You're taking the time that you need to have a more positive response, a more positive and productive response. So those are just some of the reasons why I think pausing is something that we should do and why we should do it, again, to really protect ourselves to protect other people, to give ourselves a mental break, to have some self-care and take care of ourselves and also provide that more positive, productive response that comes from taking a pause and comes from evaluating how you're feeling and how those feelings could be affecting the way in which you respond to anything. So what can we do when we take a pause, when we take a beat? Sometimes that pause doesn't really need to last that long, and sometimes the pause maybe lasts for days. I don't know. It really can depend on the situation, but giving yourself that time is really valuable, really powerful to identify a lot of different things when you need to take a moment to yourself. So here are some things that you can do when you pause. You can breathe. Take some deep breaths. You can ask yourself some questions about the situation. Is it true? What can I control? What can't I control? What's the next right action that I should be doing? What are the things that I should consider and how I'm responding? So you can ask yourself questions. Ask yourself, why? Why am I feeling this way? What is at the root of the feeling, the emotion, or the response? If I was going to respond in an automatic way, if I paused before I was going to respond or say something or react in a certain way, I can also ask myself, What is at the root of that automatic response? What is at the root of that reaction? Why would I have that reaction? Where is that coming from? What kind of feeling am I feeling? Is there history here? Is there trauma that maybe I need to evaluate? So you can take that time to ask yourself different questions, to really evaluate those feelings and emotions and what you would normally do to respond by really taking that time to really evaluate that for yourself. You can also pray in this time. If you are into praying, taking a moment to pray, to let things go, to give it to your higher power, to your God, whoever that is, whatever that is to you. You can also pray, pray for understanding, pray for peace, pray for strength, pray for wisdom. You can sit and pray if that's something that you're comfortable doing. That's something that you normally would do. You can take that time to pray. If you also need to get it out, maybe there's something that you really need to digest and understand. And maybe journaling is something that really helps you journal those feelings, figure out what are the things that are driving these emotions? What are the things that are driving the feelings? Where is that coming from? And journaling is a great way of releasing that. So you can get it off of your mind, get it off of your chest, really try to release it So that it doesn't come out in a negative way and using that time to pause to journal. If you're not somebody who likes to journal or write it down, maybe you need to talk to someone else. Maybe you need to talk to a friend, a family member, a loved one, someone who is not tied to whatever the situation that you're going through and getting some perspective Asking someone else to help you evaluate what's going on so that you can understand maybe something from a different perspective, from a different angle, and find a different meaning around it. So talk to someone else, somebody that you trust, somebody that you can confide in. The other thing that you can do when you take a pause is to get outside. Change your environment. Sometimes when we are in the same environment, we can get stuck in our thought process. And I this is very true for me. When I am working from home and at home and with my son at home, I really need to get outside. I have to change my environment. I need to get some fresh air. I need to reground myself in nature. I need to really change my environment to help me change my perspective, help me take some deep breaths, put myself in a different place where I can mentally really identify and think and sometimes it's hard to do that when you're in the same place, especially if you are somebody like me who is affected by their surroundings and energy. And if I get outside and change that environment, it really helps me to get a much better sense of what's going on and, and really helps me to clear my head. So those are some of the things that you can do when you pause. And like I said, it doesn't have to be a long pause. It doesn't have to be a short pause. It really just depends on the situation. It depends on what is going on, the people who are involved. It is really depending on what you're comfortable with. And kind of going back to why we should pause, it's also taking that time to take care of yourself. So if you put that into your practice, you can really use that time for self-care, use that time to get better understanding, to find the meaning, to find the root of what's going on, why you're feeling the way that you're feeling, and really evaluate what is going on before you say something that you don't mean, before you do something you don't mean, before you respond and and react using your emotions and, and really coming from your feelings. So this really helps to separate your feelings versus what is going on and not responding and reacting right away which can be damaging, right? I think all of us have been through those situations. It can cause confusion. It can be damaging. It can hurt relationships. It can hurt people. Pausing is so, so powerful. And you can use that pause in so many different ways to really provide a better, more positive response that is better and more productive for you too. So how do you do this? It sounds so easy. Like I said, fundamentally, pause, right? Okay, super easy, right? I got it. No, this is not that easy. And for some people, it may be easier than others. I know for me, pausing is something that I had to practice. This was not my normal response process. I am normally somebody who reacts to things. I let my feelings dictate my actions. I let my feelings dictate What I say and what I do, and I am a very emotional person, and I've had to really figure out how do I separate my feelings and emotions from my reactions, and pausing is something that is not easy for me. I operate more on an automatic. I am much more reactive. And I can get heated, right? We can let our emotions really heat us up and let that drive our response. But we don't have to make that part of our normal process anymore. And how to do that is to basically practice. Practicing pausing is so important to really get to a point where you are able to be very intentional with your words, intentional with your actions, and really being mindful of what's going on around you and setting good intentions and really understanding where everything is coming from. And that comes from being very aware and mindful of your feelings, of your emotions, of how you respond and changing that behavior. So a lot of times this is habitual. The way in which we respond to things is almost like a habit. It's just become who we are. And that's also something that people say, well, this is who I am. This is how I am. And that doesn't necessarily have to remain the same. Sure, the way that you are and the way that you respond to things could be conditional. It's conditional based on what's been modeled for you. It's conditional based on how you've always reacted to things. You haven't taken the time to maybe change that approach. So if that's something that you've always done, it's something that how you've always responded to things, This is going to take some practice, and that's okay. You may not get it right the first time. You may not know what to do, but the first step is really being mindful and being very aware of how you respond to things, of how you react, and how you use your feelings to dictate those reactions. So those things can be changed. Habits can be changed. How you respond to things can be changed how you take a pause and take care of yourself can be changed. Be open-minded to what that could look like and how that could have a much more positive effect on your life. We don't have to operate on automatic. We don't have to operate in the way that we were taught or in the way that we were modeled for us or in the way that we've always been. We can make intentional changes in our lives by making this choice to pause. And one thing I wanted to remind everyone about is that you do have a choice in how you respond. You have control over that. You may not have control over what somebody else does or says to you, but you have control over how you respond. And that is actually your responsibility in the situation and how you respond And if you are choosing to be reactive and let your feelings guide you and your responses, that could be really damaging. And it could be very hurtful, not only for somebody else, but for you too. So if you're able to pause and practice pausing, you could have a very different outcome. You can really start gaining more control of how you respond, of when you respond, and how the outcome is. You can have much more control over that. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't really get is that you have so much more control than you know. You have control in what you do, what you say, the decisions you make, how you respond. You have so much more control. And often people say, well, they made me angry. They made me do this. They made me get upset. They made me lash out. They made me Uh, you know, whatever the situation is, right? They made, somebody else made you do something or somebody else made you feel a certain way. Somebody else made you say something that maybe you didn't mean. This is a really tough thing to wrap your head around, but nobody's making you do anything. You are making the choices. You are the one who has control over how you respond, over what you say, over what comes out of your mouth, over what your feelings are. And the more we can understand that, we have a lot more control over it, the better the outcome will be, the better we can heal ourselves, the better we can take care of ourselves, the better we can have more productive, effective relationships, we can really understand where these things are coming from and have a different response. And a lot of times that comes from pausing, pausing in agitation, pausing when you're angry, pausing when you're anxious, pausing when you have any sort of emotion Pausing is so powerful and it gives you the ability and the opportunity to understand what you can and cannot control and take accountability and ownership of that. Now, I'm not saying this is easy. This is very difficult for me personally. It may be really difficult for you. It may be easier for other people. But the more that you practice this, the more that you can really think in this way and change your perspective and change the lens in which you're looking at control and what you do have control over and how you can use pausing in a very productive, effective way You will be able to see these changes happen and you will feel so much more free because you actually know what you have control over. And nobody else can really dictate that for you. The other thing I wanted to mention is you don't have to feel pressure to respond right away to anything. If you're in a heated discussion, you're in a situation where somebody's expecting a response from you, you do not have to respond. You have that control as well. If you need to pause and take a moment to yourself, you can do that. A lot of times as people pleasers, I am a former people pleaser. I've been trying to recover from people pleasing for many, 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 many years, basically my whole life. And as a people pleaser, we often want to please others, right? We want to meet their expectations. We want to deliver what they are what they are asking of us. But in the reality of it, we don't have to do that. We don't need to feel pressure right away. And out of respect for you, out of respect for others, you can ask for that pause. You can take a moment, however long that is, to gather your thoughts, to go through the processes that you need to do. Praying, journaling, talking to someone, getting outside, asking yourself questions, really diving deeper into better understanding yourself, to better understanding the situation, to give yourself that respect that you can take that moment. To then come back to the situation in a more positive way, in a more productive way, and giving yourself that time to digest, evaluate, analyze, cry, breathe, whatever you need to do to get to a place where you feel comfortable responding, and that you know you've done the work whatever that is, a few minutes, two days, however, whatever that looks like for you in different situations to then get to a good place to be able to come to the table and offer your full self and offer a very much more thoughtful response versus a quick response that's just working in automatic that you may not have really understood what what's going on and you may say or do something that you don't mean and you're also leading with your feelings, So if we're able to just take a moment to pause, it can be so powerful. And like I said, it will take practice. So pausing is powerful and takes practice. I know this firsthand. I've been working on this for a few years now, and it is difficult because I know how I normally operate isn't automatic, I am reactive. But I know that when I can pause and take a moment to myself, I can come back to the table with a more clear head in the most positive, productive way that doesn't hurt anyone. That is more intentional. I'm more mindful. I'm more aware. I have much more understanding of what's going on when I take that time. So I would encourage you to practice pausing. And if you do start practice pausing, I would love to hear from you. DM me at SusanFink.Rise on Instagram. I would love to hear If you are practicing pausing, what does that look like for you? It's probably going to feel a little uncomfortable at first when you start doing it, and you have to be very aware of when you need to do it, so that navigating when you need to pause is going to take some time. But I guarantee you, you will feel so much better, and you will understand so much more about yourself. So I really encourage you to try this, and I really hope that this episode has helped you. If you know somebody who also needs to pause, please share this episode with them. Like I said, my mission is to help as many people as I can to help them on their journey and sharing my own personal experiences and the things that I've learned. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for listening. And until next time, I appreciate, I empathize, and I am here for you and we can do this.